I want you to take a look at what we have. I know that I have been promising you over and over again that I will bring you the information you need so that when you go to the polls on election day, you can't be bamboozled, you can't be flummoxed, you can't have them uh, post pretty pictures posing on social media pretending that they're actually conservative when in fact they're not. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the long-awaited Rhino Report. 25 pages, you can see here, 25 pages, I kid you not, of information you will not get from the liberal media sources, information you won't get from any other organization or media source in Tennessee. <clears throat> it tells you a few things that are critically important. And if you want to know this information, go to rhinoreport.net. That's R-I-N-O, report.net. Jason just posted it inside the comment section here. Uh, we start off uh, really telling you the issues we focus on. We move on uh, from there to tell you who the rhinos of the year are. There are two of them, one in the House, one in the Senate. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, we tell you who the top five rhinos are in both the House and the Senate and the executive branch, people that you do not want to vote for if you're conservative. We move on to the conservative legislators of the year. we got two fantastic ones that have really helped us a ton. And then we get into our Freedom Caucus representatives. These are the people who have stood up for you when nobody else would, even when it wasn't in their political interest. They deserve our help and support. And those are five in the Senate, five uh, in the House. And then we move on to the Conservative Flame Awards. And those are non-elected individuals who have really done a great job. Next year we will have them pictured as well, but the names are there. And then we walk through every single significant vote that happened this year and how they voted in committees and subcommittees, rhino wins, things killed by rhinos, conservative wins, you name it. It is all right here in the Rhino Report. Go to rhinoreport.net. That is what you need. And once you get that, would you please pass along to all your conservative friends, rhinoreport.net. Now listen, I need you to post in the comment section that you can hear me. I need you to post in the comment section uh, where you're listening from and what you think. And if you've downloaded the Rhino Report, even if you watch this video later, tell me what you thought about it. It really encourages me to hear from you. Let's move on to one other announcement and then into these big, huge stories, many of which will disappoint you. I am sorry. That is the uh, state of what we have going on here in the Republican-led uh, House and Senate. <clears throat> But if you've yet to get your tickets to the Tennessee Freedom Summit, please do go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. It is going to be a huge collection, and we have people registering all the time of real conservatives, patriots. We've got fantastic speakers, people that actually care about what's going on in Tennessee, people that do not care necessarily about lining their pockets with uh, left-leaning corporate PAC money, but instead are fighting uh, for Second Amendment issues, uh, right-to-life issues, uh, medical freedom educational choice, you name it. If it's important to you, they're going to be working on it. So do go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. And if you're an organizational leader, if you're a GOP chair, if you are anything like that, uh, you really need to be at this event so you know what's going on in Tennessee and so that you can connect with other people who can let you know what's really going on. First story, and this is a big deal, 98%, almost 98%, of Tennessee Republican primary voters believe open primaries should be closed, except for the rhinos. And we recently just saw a postcard, I think it was by Senator Briggs, 
Uh, Senator Briggs is, is in the Rhino report. I'm going to, a little spoiler alert, as one of the Rhinos, the top five Rhinos in the Senate this year because of the way he voted last year. Has nothing to do with him personally. Has everything to do with his voting record. And he sent out a mailer making sure that people knew that they could vote in the GOP primary, that they were it was legal. And the reason he sent that out to Democrats is because he's a rhino. It's amazing. I think uh, we're going to have a story about that, Jason. If you're paying attention, uh, somebody sent that mailer to us. This is why we need to close primaries. So rhinos like Senator Briggs cannot encourage Democrats to pollute the integrity of our elections. It's terrible. If you're in Senator Briggs' uh, area, you need to share this story and you need, you need to share the story that we're going to be writing about this. It's terrible. All right, here we go. Many Republicans in the volunteer state have voiced significant concerns about crossover voting by Democrats in Republican primaries. Among other allegations, they charge that this tactic, sponsored by Democrats and rhinos like Senator Briggs, secure the election to the weakest and least conservative Republican candidates in our red state. With that in mind, we conducted a survey. You know, one thing that we do here at the Tennessee Conservative, it's when rhinos, in particular, try to tell us, oh, well, we don't know about this, and you don't really know how Republican primary voters think. And I'm like, well, you know what I'll do? I'll survey. I'll survey people, and I'll find out. So we did a survey, and here's what we got. 1,733 individuals, which is more than big enough for a statewide poll. I think it's almost like two and a half times bigger. Replied with 96.4% of respondents being Republican primary voters. That's a big number, which means you know these are going to be factually accurate. When asked if Democrats should be allowed to vote in Republican primaries, 97.92 said no. And when asked if they feel the governor, House, Speaker, and Lieutenant Governor should work to pass legislation that would close the GOP primaries and prevent Democrat crossover voting, 97.11% voted yes. But you know what they also, when we did this survey, we did this survey on things like should uh, Tennesseans have to fund the education of illegal immigrants? They said no. But if you read the Rhino report, we had a bunch of rhinos vote to do it anyway. And so a lot of what the Republican primary voters want, the rhinos don't care about. And that's why you need the Rhino Report. Go to rhinoreport.net. When asked if they feel a state GOP chairman should be more outspoken and proactive about preventing Democrats from voting in Republican primaries, 97.81% said yes. Scott Golden has been weak on this issue. I've not heard a peep out of him. I've not seen any work out of him. I don't, I don't know why they're not working on this issue. Baffles me. Well, I'm working behind the scenes. I know that's what I always hear from people. That means you're not doing anything in most cases. Prior to running our survey, we, can, we contacted all the members of the Tennessee GOP's State Executive Committee to ask if they supported closing the Tennessee Republican primaries to Democrat voters. Of the 65 members, five chose to respond. That's a pretty low response rate. District 20 Chairwoman Michelle Foreman said, I sit on the TNGOP Executive Committee, and we voted to pass a resolution to the General Assembly to close the primaries. That resolution passed in the SEC by an overwhelming vote, but the bill did not go far in the legislature. Why? Rhinos. We got lots of them. We got lots of them in Tennessee. Following the closing of our survey, we reached out to the leadership of the TNGOP as well and the State House of Representatives sending them the survey results and asking for their comments and whether or not this issue would be addressed. None have responded to our inquiries. Oh my goodness. Next story. Good news. Tennessee abortion clinics stymied after injunction against heartbeat law lifted. Planned Parenthood providers in Tennessee performed their last abortion on June 28, 2022. Praise Jesus. 
what, what a den of inequity and sinfulness and death Planned Parenthood is. I'm so glad that we are probably going to run them and that organization out of our state. In the sixth court, our Sixth Circuit Court of Appeals lifted an injunction against Tennessee's heartbeat law, allowing it to be enacted immediately. The legislation that was signed into law by Governor Bill Lee in 2020 means that abortions are no longer legal in Tennessee once cardiac activity is detected. Mail-order pills are also illegal in the state. Physicians are prohibited from prescribing medications that induce abortion if the doctor is not physically with the patients at the time. Ann said, I worked for a Democratic elected official. My job depended on me being a registered Democrat. I voted Republican every chance I had. No, not working there anymore. So, there we go. Thank you so much for your comments, Anna. Of the six abortion clinics in Tennessee, the seventh has been closed due to arson. Since last December, five have messaging on their website about the change in Tennessee law, and one is scrambling to relocate across state lines. Bristol Regional Women's Center is located in a small city that's uh, half in East Tennessee, half in Virginia. The center's decided to move their abortion services to an office in the Virginia side of the border. They'd probably get away with it there. A lot, of, a lot of D.C. swamp creatures up there love killing the unborn. You know, think it's something to be celebrated and encouraged. They are raising money to purchase equipment and get in compliance with Virginia state laws. Purchase equipment for murdering kids. Amazing the world we live in. The center believes abortion will remain legal in the state until January of 2024. Planned Parenthood of Tennessee and North Mississippi CEO Ashley Cofield, imagine having her over to a dinner party, said that since the Supreme Court ruling on Friday, demand for birth control and vasectomy in Tennessee has significantly increased. Imagine that. You outlaw the murdering of babies, then people might try to prevent pregnancy. That's the best time to prevent pregnancy before you do anything. Next story. All right, moving right along. I think I left the wrong slide up. I am so sorry. Before we get to the next one, okay, we need your support. Please do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. You know, I coach a lot of painting contractors all over the United States of America. That's primarily how I earn my living. We don't need all this stuff here. That's primarily how I learn my, earn my living because I don't make any living doing this. I do this completely as a volunteer, and I've taken no money from it. In fact, I've put hundreds of thousands of dollars into it. And often when people think about getting into the painting industry, they say, oh, I don't want to get into that. There's too much competition. And what I always say is where there's competition, there's demand. Where there's competition, there's demand. If there's no competition, there's probably very little demand. Conservatives say they want a conservative media outlet. But I'll be frank with you. There's not a lot of demand for it. Right now, only about 90, or only about 3.8% of our subscribers, people that listen to these videos, are on our Facebook page subscribe to our emails and text messages give. So that means 96% thereabouts of Republicans harumph, harumph, and say they want it, but they don't support our work. And that is the biggest issue we have, and that's the number one reason we don't have conservative media outlets. So if you don't like the left-wing media, don't complain about it in Tennessee unless you've given. And if you haven't given, you can complain all day long. But if you give, if you go to tennesseeconservativenews.com support, if you give any amount, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative bumper sticker. We will also send you this Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. And in my experience, most Californians that have moved here 
moved here for the reason, uh, right reasons. At least if they're on our subscriber list, of course. Now that gives me a bias. And we will also send you a directory of your state reps and senators so that you can tell them to quit being rhinos uh, when you need to and encourage them when you should. And if you get $50 or more and a recurring, uh, or a recurring donation of 10 or more, we will send you this proud Tennessee conservative tumbler. Now, <clears throat> you can also use this uh, on Independence Day to launch your bottle rockets, uh, those little whiz-bang poppers, the squealers. Uh, you can put uh, an M80 in this and just kind of hand it to somebody uh, full of coffee and uh, run away and the top will blow off and the coffee will come out of it and it will be a great practical joke. But guess what? This is an indestructible uh, this is an indestructible product, so if you do that, no harm will come uh, to the product. Uh, these claims have not been approved by the Food and Drug Administration, nor has this gone under any explosive tests. So, uh, uh, you know, your mileage may vary. TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. If you want conservative media, put your money where your mouth is or close it. Next story. Tennessee candidates give their views on the rights of Tennessee National Guardsmen. A group of Tennessee National Guard members, roughly 10% of its members, who faced being uh, kicked out of the service by the U.S. Department of Defense on Thursday over their refusal to get mandated COVID-19 vaccines, along with their supporters, pleaded publicly with Governor Bill Lee on Wednesday to take actions, including suing the federal government if necessary, to prevent their dismissal. Following the rally, a letter containing the Guard's demands was sent and hand-delivered to the governor. However, Lee was not in his office to receive the letter, probably out working with some left-leaning corporations uh, to give away corporate welfare or things of that nature. Now, Lee wouldn't even sign the uh, bill passed by the legislature recognizing natural immunity. So if any of these guys have natural immunity, he probably, he's probably like, well, screw you uh, and your service to our country. We'll just let you go ahead and, and be discharged because, you know, you really just need to get on board with the, uh, you know, the corporate uh, oligarchs in the medical community that fund our PACs or you can, you know, go beat the streets. And so on Wednesday, Governor Lee's office stated, we take seriously the religious and personal exemptions requested by all members who are not part of the 93% who are vaccinated in accordance with DOD policy. That's a backhanded slap. That's a backhanded slap comment. I don't know who put this out by his office. I don't know who put this out by his office. That is a backhanded slap to all of these guards people and anybody else who takes their medical freedom seriously. Let me read this to you again. I don't know who their press person is, but somebody should have looked at this. We take seriously the religious and personal exemptions requested by members that are not part. They don't. They don't. They, they throw that 93% who are vaccinated in accordance with DOD policy. They throw in that so that y'all know it's only this small little group. We have no plans to terminate these members based on their status and have asked DOD to approve their individual exemptions. No one will be discharged tomorrow. I don't know about that. I wouldn't count on him. He didn't stand with the medical freedom of anybody. They they disregarded the medical freedom of federal employees and contractors in the legislature and at the governor's office. This is a similar situation. They disregarded the medical freedom of uh, people working uh, in the medical community. And their, their, their rights under the Tennessee state constitution didn't matter. And I, I've told these people that have contacted me to help them with this, and I, you reach out to the governor's office on their behalf, I'd encourage you to do so. And I said, if you're counting on Bill Lee... Don't hold your breath. I hope he. I hope he comes through. If for no other reason than personal political interest, I don't care why he comes through. These men deserve it. During a recent forum for candidates running for the Tennessee's fifth congressional district, the candidates were asked, "What advice would you give to Governor Lee on what you might do um, in Congress on this issue?" Uh, Jenny Batchelor, Timothy Lee, uh, Jeff uh, 
Berlin all suggested that Governor Lee uses authority to step in on behalf of those who choose not to be vaccinated. Stuart Parks called on Lee to end COVID policies altogether. We've been calling on that since 2020. And now we have all the data that says all these lockdowns, masking, etc. didn't do jack squat except ruin the economy. Who is this? Uh, Lisa and John say, thank you for providing us vital information. I downloaded it and requested it by email. Please keep up the great work for all you do in Dover, Tennessee. And uh, Anna says that some of these uh, shots are being recalled. I don't keep up with it on the national level. I just keep up with Tennessee. I have to take your word for it. Beth Harwell said, I would say to Governor Lee that these are essential services and they should be exempt, essential, essential services. Apparently, Beth thinks some people aren't essential. This term essential for going to work and living your life, everybody's freedom and liberty is essential, Ms. Harwell. We need a National Guard and the protection they give to our state and protection they give to our nation. I'm opposed to the mandate in any form when it comes to vaccination. Atisha Brooks says my advice to Governor Lee would be to point out to the Tennessee public which amendment in both the Tennessee Constitution and the National Constitution gives him the authority to dismiss either civil, civilian, or military workers on behalf of the shot. Andy Ogle said that he sent a letter to Governor Lee asking him to protect our National Guardsmen, and I did that over a year and a half ago. I didn't get anywhere, Andy. You know that. I wish you had ran for governor instead of Congress, to be honest. And I was the only person that stood up in this state for our military on this issue before it was convenient to pass uh, to issue a press release, and that's the damn truth. I'm going to tell you right now in this race, um, I haven't done this yet, <clears throat> but I'm about to. I'll just do it here. I'm going to endorse Andy Ogles for that race. So if you follow me and you, you want to take advice for somebody that I think would be good, Andy Ogles is who I'm voting, I would vote for. I can't vote for him. I don't live in the district. But it's absolutely true. When it was not popular to stand up for the rights of Tennesseans during the lockdowns and they shut down businesses and church, the only person that's on this list running for office that had a, a, a platform and used it and, and when it could have hurt him politically and he did it anyway was Andy Ogles. The rest of these people may be doing it a little late in the game. And some of them may not have had the platform that he had as a county mayor, but Andy Ogle stood up for people. So you can be expecting that. Next story. American Policy Center sounds alarm about danger of National Heritage Act to Tennessee sovereignty. Next slide, Jason would tell me if he were here. The American Policy Center is sounding the alarm about the bipartisan bill that has been introduced in Congress that would eliminate citizen input on the establishment of National Heritage Areas. The entire state of Tennessee appears to be uh, targeted if this bill is allowed to pass. National heritage areas are promoted simply as a means to honor historic or cultural events around the nation. Promoters promise that this will preserve our culture and honor our past as they preserve battlefields where our forefathers fought and died for freedom, and that they will preserve the birthplaces, homes, buildings of hallowed grounds for prosperity. Proponents also claim NHAs will help build a flourishing tourist industry and local economies. However, the president of the American Policy Center Tim DeWeese says that none of that is true. DeWeese says, In my years in dealing with NHAs have shown me that they are simply a ruse to get conservatives to support federal land grabs. Wouldn't be the first time. When NHA is to put into place, major tax dollars are distributed through the National Park Service. These funds are supposed to be used for the establishment of heritage areas, but DeWeese claims they are not used at all for that purposes. Instead, they are used to promote and pressure local city councils to impose sustainable development policies. I bet it is. Every time they give some federal money out, there are strings attached. And that's one reason we ended up 
stuck in a never-ending state of emergency with Governor Bill Lee because he, he squeezed that federal teat for every dollar, no matter how much liberty it costs Tennesseans. So, the new bill introduced in the Senate is called the National Heritage Area Act and will drastically change how National Heritage Areas is created. And until now, the establishment of NHA required action by a member of Congress to propose a new one. Uh, but 1942 will eliminate that and instead give the power to the Secretary of the Interior and that can be de designated to new NHAs. It sounds like a lot of bureaucratic federal control. I wouldn't want it. Michelle says this needs to be shot down. I agree. The Secretary of the Interior is in an appointed position with the person holding the position not being elected by voters, thereby decisions made by that individual and those of an elected office. I believe that is a bad idea and we shouldn't be doing it. Next story. Tennessee Congresswoman introduces act to halt USDA's woke agenda in public schools. U.S. Representative Diana Harshbarger, who we've interviewed a couple of times on this show, uh, closed circuit transmission to the guy who fell off his bike and had an accident. I hope you're recovering. That works for her. Your name escapes me. We would love to have her speak at the Tennessee Freedom Summit. If somebody knows, uh, Congresswoman Harshberger personally, and you'd like to reach out to her personally and ask her to speak at the Tennessee Freedom Summit, if you would do that, that would be fantastic. I have not gotten a reply back from her guy that handles this, uh, although I have been in conversation with her fantastic press lady, Brittany. U.S. Representative Diana Harshberger has introduced the Stop Wrongs to Our Kids Educational uh, Meals Act, Woke Act, to block President Biden's U.S. Department of Agriculture, USDA, from stripping federal funds from recipients of the National School Lunch Program for refusing to comply with racial, transgender ideology expansions. Again, we need to be on as little federal money. I prefer no federal money in the state of Tennessee because this is what it leads to, corruption. Corruption of our kids, corruption of our institutions, etc. Before the outbreak of COVID-19 pandemic, the National School Lunch Program fed nearly 30 million children every day. Now the program serves approximately 100,000 public and private schools, including all of Tennessee's public schools. Another reason why we got to get kids out of government schools that have federal funding. Just and the, the, the recent test scores came out in our schools. I'm going a little bit of tangent here. And we're back up to somewhere around a third of kids reading, but some of the math scores are terrible. And here, here are all these GOP Republicans just patting themselves on the back. Maybe the test scores got a little better, but when only a third of them can read and write, and we've been working on this for 40 years, and we spend almost $12,000 a kid, this is a failed experiment. I had somebody reach out to me that was unhappy with being placed in the Rhino Report, and the big reason I put him in the Rhino Report is because he voted uh, against a bill that would have ended funding for illegal uh, immigrants at your expense in schools. It's a huge distraction to our children. We don't have the resources to go around. We can't teach them to read and write now. And in addition, uh, there was a bill that would allow 10% uh, of kids that are in the, the bottom of the barrel, the 10% of kids that are in the worst schools, worst, worst schools, that means 90% would still be screwed, but those 10% could get a voucher to go somewhere else. He voted that down too. And he wanted to make it, oh, I'm a good guy. I'm doing the best, whatever the Lord tells me to do. I'm like, great. I'm sure you are a good person, but we don't send you to Nashville to be a good person. We send you to represent the policy views of Republican primary voters. And I have done uh, surveys on that very issue on school choice, and people want their kids to have school choice, and Republicans are standing in the way of it every single year in, in the legislature. And instead of fixing our educational problems, they trot out some bullcrap uh, new slogan 
some new PR campaign, throw a bunch more money at it, same results. It's terrible, and it's the GOP's fault. They can't say, they can't point to the Democrats. This failure is squarely on the shoulders of Republican leadership in the House, Senate, and in the, in the governor's mansion. And, and if you are uh, voting in the primary, you should hold them accountable. Last month, the USDA announced that its intention to implement and expand the interpretation of Title IX and the educational amendments of 1972. I'm sure in 1972, what they were really trying to fix was to make sure that kids, uh, their boys, teenage boys, could go into the locker room with teenage girls while they're changing clothes. I'm sure in 1972, that's what it was all about. The new interpretation of this long-standing statute could potentially strip federal funding and meals from K-12 students at a school that do not let transgender students use preferred bathrooms or play in preferred sports teams. So if you don't let men compete against women in sports, they won't feed the kids. These schools are terrible. Congresswoman Harsberger said, Punishing schools for failing to adopt radical transgender ideology is wrong. Ripping school uh, lunches from low-income students because their schools disallow biological males to enter a girl's restroom and compete in girls' sports is nothing short of disgraceful. It's not nothing short of disgraceful. It is disgraceful. It's corrupt. The Biden administration continues to abuse executive privilege to force Americans into compliance with an extreme agenda. Our bill protects students so they will not go hungry at school. What a world we live in. Amazing. Next story. <laughs> oh boy, this is a good one. This is a good one. Athens, Tennessee, Teacher of the Year busted for burglary, drug possession, and trespassing. Now, I've been busted three times. If you ever see somebody say, hey, Brandon had a DUI or ended up in the pokey because I used to just raise absolute hell before I met my wife, it, 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 you heard it here first. I always trot this out there, so if anybody ever, oh, I can't believe you did that. Well, I did it. I did it a bunch. I was, you know, I was, you know but I did meet my wife at a bar. And when the best thing that ever happened to me was meeting my wife. So, hey, you just got to be around for the right night, right? So we've all, we all get in trouble, but this is a little bit different, maybe. Uh, another reason, I mean, these are just another argument for school vouchers, all of this stuff. Daylin Waldrup, named Athens City Schools Pre-K through 4th Grade Teacher of the Year in 2021 to 2022, was busted by police on June 6th and is now facing burglary, drug possession, and trespassing. Waldrup jumped a fence to get across to a car that was being held in a fenced impound lot. An Athens police officer watched Waldrop sitting in a vehicle that was registered to a Cleveland, Tennessee man. Waldrop told the police officer she was getting paperwork to get the car registered so she could pick it up and that an employee at the business told her she could go into the lot and do so. However, the employee told the officer that no such permission had been granted and that she had been previously advised not to enter the fenced impound area. The officer said Waldrop uh, to come out from behind the car and the fence and go to a vehicle she used to drive there in order to retrieve her identification information. When Waldrop's vehicle door was open, a strong scent of marijuana was detected. Waldrop uh, denied having uh, any pot and gay consent when the officer was asked to search the vehicle. A small marijuana, two pops containing marijuana residue, two grinders with marijuana residue and scraper were found with a long container that held most of the paraphernalia. Waldrop was subsequently arrested in books. Uh, Athens Director of Schools, uh, Robert Green, said that the school system is aware of the case against her, but have chosen to wait and see what the court decides before they address her employment status at North City Elementary. Well, you know, 
Sometimes people do crazy things, but they might be good teachers. Who knows? Who knows? I hope you get it all straightened out, dear. I really do. That's not, that's not, you know, burglary. I don't know. That doesn't really sound like burglary. Did she steal something? Maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You'll have to follow up on that story. That's just what is in the reports. That's it, guys. Do go to rhinoreport.net. You don't want these 25 pages of information that rhinos don't want you to have to not be in your formerly nicotine-stained or marijuana-stained fingers. Uh, <laughs> old Rush Limbaugh throwback. I do miss him. Uh, rhinoreport.net. Do go there. We're done talking about that. And do go to tennesseeconservativenews.com. Hit that support button. Guys, oh, I can't believe we don't have more conservative media outlets. Well, if you haven't given, you should believe it. You should believe it and, and believe it strongly because I always tell folks, if you don't put your money where your mouth is, I just have a hard time believing that you're enthusiastic about it. And also, uh, TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. I can't wait. We're going to have such a great event. I love seeing people. I'm kind of a homebody. Uh, I don't like having to drive real far or go real far. Um, and it's just hard for me to get around. I've got two small children. I want to watch them grow up. Um, and I enjoy the time I spend with them, and I've got some great friends. I've got just hundreds and hundreds of friends uh, that I work real hard to keep up with, and there's hardly enough time to do that. And so uh, I don't like getting out as much as I used to. I'd rather you know do stuff in close proximity. But I will crawl out of my little shell uh, for the Tennessee Freedom Summit up in Nashville, August 19th and 20th, I believe. If not, check the website. I want to see you. Shake your hand. Uh, be prepared to be underwhelmed. I'm a slip of a man. I'm like, like, I don't know, 135 pounds or something. I stand about five foot five and a half, and that last half inch, you know, you got to keep up with that. Although I may have settled down a little bit. I'm 42. They say you you shrink. Maybe it's just that you stoop. I stand pretty straight, so I'm trying to trying to keep that five five and a half uh, going strong. But I'd like to shake your hand, tell you about what's really going on in Tennessee, and you'll get to hear from a lot of folks that are insiders. I mean, people that are really grinding it out day in and day out that you can thank. Uh, that our state is as good as it is because you um, will know what's going on and that we have some people that are fighting uh, to hold back the leftist uh, corporations that fund the GOP and most candidates uh, up in Nashville and lobbyists that spend $450,000 per member lobbying and that's where all the corruption comes from up there but you will probably not see any bills addressing those. All those died in the legislature last year. We got the incumbent uh, protection bill passed through that silences conservative grassroots groups and makes it difficult and challenging for them. But we didn't talk about lobbying. We didn't address lobbying because when the lobbyists uh, think that they're going to be held accountable, they all cobble together and, and swarm into the offices and remind the people that are on the payroll uh, for their campaigns that the money will not be forthcoming and neither will the, uh, the drinks from the $200 bottles of bourbon or the state dinners. And that is enough to scare any rhino into compliance. So, hope y'all are having a, uh, a great lead-in to the 4th of July weekend. Uh, here's, let me just give you a little personal note, okay? I'm done. For those of you who think I blather on and you only want the news, you can just go ahead and hop off. But I was up till 2 a.m. last night moving boxes, moving boxes from the old house to the new house. It has been a fiasco here at the end. Uh, I made a very bad selection in my general contractor. And it has been pure misery. Uh, if you ever build a house, I would recommend that you do not do business with John Tothero in Hamilton County. Uh, so if you ever hear of somebody that's thinking about doing something, I'd, I'd strongly encourage you to pick another provider. And I coach and have consulted contractors, 450 
in six different countries. And so I know what it's supposed to look like. I ran a very big, large, successful painting contracting business. And you got to be organized. You had you got to have good people. But most of all, you got to care about your client, and you got to put put their needs, uh, if you can, above your own to a degree. I mean, you can't. You know, you, it's got to be a two way street. But if it's a one way street, uh, it's bad for the client. And so I've been on a one way street for 20 months, and uh, it has been a rough and rocky road. But buddy, uh, we are limping across the finish line. Uh, so I was hoping uh, to kind of have a, a more settled in Fourth of July because we usually. Uh, have a good time. I'm going over to a buddy of mine's house. I'm going to let him do all the work. I'm just going to show up and uh, we're going to cook out uh, on Signal Mountain with him. I can't wait to see them. He's on the road a lot. I don't get to see him as much as I, as I want to, uh, but it's been great. I'm going from being four houses off Brainerd Road. If anybody lives in, uh, if you've ever been in Chattanooga and you know where Brainerd Road is, it's a very busy thoroughfare. I'm going from being just a handful of houses off Brainerd Road to being out in the woods and I am looking forward to it. It's going to be a good time. Uh, so I hope you have equally fun plans for your 4th of July weekend because uh, we got a lot to celebrate in this country. I mean, the founders were inspired by God to build the greatest nation in history, and it's because it was uh, so ingrained in our culture, the Judeo-Christian ethic, and the left is trying to dismantle it and every 4th of July, I'm just uh, humbled, and I feel small when I think about what the founders did, the struggles they had to go through to maintain and to get freedom. And uh, I look around at the last two years and how we rolled over and allowed uh, our own party to throw freedom in the trash and to trample on it in Tennessee uh, with only a few fighters. And uh, when I see that contrast, it gives me courage uh, to fight this fight. And it's a tough fight to fight. It makes you very unpopular. When you tell the truth and it costs you something, that's when you know it's the truth. When you tell the truth and you make, and when you say something and you make money on it, and you say something and you make a lot of money on it, typically you're telling something else. And so when you tell the truth, it costs money. Uh, if you, you know, go back and look in scriptures, um, the disciples and the uh, prophets spoke out about culture and cultural issues and people in authority, and it usually didn't end well with them. Uh, but God says that you, you can't fear men, uh, you have to fear him. And uh, I get it wrong most of the time. I'm not the, I'm not the world's best Christian, to be honest with you. But, you know, that's why you need a Savior, right? That's why you need a Savior, because I can't do it by myself. And guys, I can't run this publication by myself either. So if you'll help me out, come to that Tennessee Freedom Summit. That'd be help. Uh, if you can send a donation, uh, we'd appreciate that too. And so many of you send me words of encouragement. This has been a trying time for me uh, here these last few weeks. Uh, you send me words of encouragement, and I appreciate it. And so uh, if you can help spread the word, uh, share that link, rhinoreport.net. We need to get the word out. Uh, there's so many rhinos that are running right now in Tennessee, and they're really being disingenuous with the voters about the record. Really, I mean, just, I hate to say lying, but you know, lying about the record. And uh, if people knew what the record was, they, they wouldn't vote for these many of these incumbents. They just wouldn't. It's not, in, it's not consistent with what um, the, the average Republican primary voter wants in Tennessee. But because we don't have any media outlets that cover the legislature like we do, we just get what we get. We get what we get. And so if you can help me spread the word, I'd appreciate it. And... Uh, Craig said this that he's watching from Greenfield. Thank you, buddy. You got the last word. Guys, have a great Independence Day. You may hear from me. 
I may, you know, on a lark do a live stream or something, but uh, I may be caught up trying to uh, pretend like I'm a general contractor, which I've been doing the last few days, which is no fun. But sometimes, you know, if you want to get a job done right, you got to do it yourself. I bet you've heard that before. Love you, mean it. Happy Independence Day. I'll talk to you next time. Be good. Be free.